0: hi everyone and welcome to dr christopher hall show i'm excited to welcome the program dr christopher hall nobel prize nominated doctor dr hall how are you what's going on
1: wow things are going great uh really just uh, in the mood for this christmas holiday and uh that's basically it
0: all right well fantastic what is our uh topic we're going to talk about today with COVID again things are crazy Are you looking at shutdowns or what's happening with so many cases of Omicron right now?
1: Well, you know what? No, that's a very good question. And, um, you know, the thing I really want to talk about today um, is about the spike protein, and about something else called antibody um, dependent enhancement. And and I think those are two things that really uh, we should be worried about. Uh, So far as shutdowns, no. I don't think we'll have any any, any shutdowns. But the thing about the spike protein, and the reason why it's so important, is because now new research and data is coming out that shows the spike protein can stay in the body up to 15 months, and they believe uh, uh, even further. And and that's important because the spike protein is the, again, you know, that's the synthesized uh, protein that was synthesized. In China, in the Chinese Wuhan lab, uh, uh, and, and that protein is what the vaccines were were based on. And so, you know, uh, we know all the b- bad side effects of the spike protein. We know that it causes blood clots. We know that it damages uh, the endothelial lining or the inside lining of the blood vessels. And so that's why it also causes strokes. The problem is, I think what the vaccine makers didn't think about is that when you Uh, inject the patient with the mesh RNA, and when that goes to the ribosomes and produces the protein or the spike protein, there's not a switch to turn that off. So think about this. You're injected with the RNA vaccine. Millions of copies of RNAs go into your body uh, and pretty much uh, uh, go into the cells with the H2 receptors. All of those millions of cells start to produce spike proteins, okay? So the first spike protein out of each cell will give you a million spike proteins in your blood. That process does not have an off switch. So that's why we can't predict in which human being the spike protein will go on producing, even for a week. Uh, Some of the uh, 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 foremost experts in the field now are finding out that spike protein uh, production can last up to a week or even two weeks in human beings. And so this is very, very worrisome. Well,
0: it sounds like it it's like so this is basically what you're saying is that the shot that that, inf- that stuff is st- after you get the shot, you remain with the vaccine in some way, and what does that do to your body if you keep uh, keeping the spike protein
1: right, very good question. So what they found um, researchers out of Northwestern University, what they found was that the spike protein. Um, Once it's produced, uh, production can go on again, we said uh, from different research papers, for a week or more. And then the spike protein uh, is actually uh, has been found in monocytes. Monocytes are what are called the precursors or the cells uh, that um, turn into what are called macrophages. And so why is that a problem? Okay, number one, it's a problem because the spike protein if it's uh, stored up in monocytes for up to 15 months or more, then at any time, the spike protein can become extracellular and go back into the blood. And so you have thousands, hundreds of thousands, even, of monocytes in your body that can spill that spike protein back into your blood months later. Therefore, you can imagine what could happen. Months later, you can continue to have uh, symptoms and effects of the spike proteins in any organ in your body that those spike proteins uh, 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 initially depositing whether it's your brain, the testes, the ovaries, your heart. Uh, and so this is the, the the main problem of having a synthetic-derived uh, toxin uh, produced in mass quantity in a human body, which is what we have.
0: And is that going to lead to a lot more illness and disease?
1: Most definitely. And some of the diseases that we're seeing Is what they're calling the long haulers. We're finding the long haulers, a lot of those symptoms are explained by that spike protein still being in the body. Okay. The other major issue we have besides the spike protein, and up to this point, there's been no studies to show that this is happening in the body. So it may be happening because there's been no studies to show that it's not happening. And that's called the antibody um, enhanced. Uh, I'm sorry, antibody-dependent enhancement. And when does that occur and what does that mean? First of all, let's talk about what it means. Antibody, um, uh, basically, uh, dependent enhancement occurs when you have a number of different mutants or mutations that occur for one single virus. And we certainly had that. We've had the alpha strain. We've had the the lambda, the delta, the beta, um, beta plus strain. And now we're into what, the Omnicron strain. And so all those different strains um, would not be neutralized by the antibodies. And particularly what you're seeing now in the public is that the Omnicron strain is not neutralized by those initial uh, antibodies from the mRNA vaccines. And so when that happens, you have the antibody enhancement uh, that makes infection worse. In other words, the antibodies for alpha are now in our body they don't work against Omicron, but what they do is they help facilitate the Omicron virus to get into the cells, and that makes the, uh, the uh, reaction for COVID more serious. And some researchers believe that the severe form of COVID is due to this antibody uh, dependent enhancement. And we've had multiple illnesses in the past that have shown that. If we look at even RSV, HIV, um, and the, um, the uh dingy uh fever virus also had that and once they found out that they had the antibody dependent enhancement uh those vaccines were were um stopped uh and uh and paused in those countries where it occurred. So that's a another uh uh problem uh that that scientists and doctors are now worried about with the current vaccines.
0: So what scientists and doctors did you get that from and uh, that information
1: right Alright, so one of the one of the, one of the, the doctors who spoke about this is, is Dr. Peter McCullough. And you know, we had him on the show. Uh he was one of the he's one of the actually foremost um specialists in the field. And uh and so he certainly has spoken about the antibody-dependent enhancement. Uh and again, it's all throughout the literature. If you just simply go to Google, type in antibody dependent enhancement from the COVID virus, you can probably pull up fifteen articles. Uh and um, the older articles, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about in detail about it. The new articles, again, it's hard to say um, uh, with the newer articles. So again, we, we have a lot of uh, propaganda that's coming out through the media uh, that's really pro-vaccine and uh, doesn't distinguish between uh, the real side effects. Um, and um, again, what we what we uh, should uh, suspect, uh, what we should expect rather, as level of care for for the patients that we have.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, so the thought is, well, how long will this vaccine continue if we start seeing these side effects and these problems are going to cause other health problems?
1: Well, that's the thing. Uh, and that's what they found, uh, really initially, uh, when they were using the mRNA, uh, technology, uh, back, uh, early on in animals and, and they were trying to develop vaccines in animals. That was the major reason, uh, that those studies fell was due to the antibody dependent enhancement. And so, this is something that uh, is not being talked about a lot in the public or in the media, but it will be soon. And the reason why I say that is because the uh, the number of mutants that we have now that the vaccines are not effective against, um, that increases the chance of having what's called ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement, occurs at a higher probability when you have a number of mutants uh, that the vaccine is not effective against.
0: All right. Well, and I appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Hall, again, just not a very good news for the vaccine. And yet it continues to be the thing that people think is going to protect themselves from Omicron and stuff like that. And it, it, the the spread is becoming severe. Uh, Omicron. Are you seeing a lot of cases where you're at?
1: Well, you know, with the omicron, it's kind of hard to say, because, again, it, you know, in certain areas, the, the Delta virus is still the one that's ravaging. Certainly, Omnicron is now putting out as being the predominant. But, again, you know, we, we are seeing the ERs that are, that are being kind of over overcrowded. Uh, likely most of that, again, is, is, is probably due to Delta. Um, and so it's almost uh, we won't have a good picture of um, this until we uh, probably for some, some months out before we can really say uh, what's going on.
0: All right. Perfect. All right. Well, Dr. Christopher Hall, appreciate it. We look forward to talking next week before the new year. Okay.
1: Well, great. Sounds good, Neil. And um, I'll talk to you then.
0: All right. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall show guys. Take care.